Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 19th December 2022. Coming up the Krusty Connect podcast. Absolute foolery. Yes, more liberal gun grabs and more lies, more buffoonery in our parliament. And let's just say a lot of us gun owners are not pleased. Please stick around and enjoy the show. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. I do swear and smoke cigarettes. Stay tuned. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're the Krusty Neck Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, on this beautiful 19 December 2022. Yes, as the title card says, absolute foolery, liberal gun grabs, and more lies. Welcome, everybody, to this beautiful festive season and somewhat of a pseudo-festive episode uh, this day and age, or this this day and age, uh, this week anyway. I've had a pretty rough work week, working lots of hours, making sure the bills are paid and everything's good to go. And just a reminder, too, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe. And to my YouTube listeners and watchers out there, please click that little notification bell you see at the bottom right hand of the display there so you get notified when i put new content up here on this platform and we're carrying on with more of the buffoonery or foolery as we see episode 197 liberal gun grabs now it's been big headlines this past uh, couple of weeks uh with the liberal party's amendment to, to bill c21 more or less they want to get rid of the guns, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want people like you or me or other hunters or sports shooters or collectors to have any firearms whatsoever. Okay? That's just basically what it is. And they say one thing and they mean another. We've heard the lies and rhetoric since the OIC went into place back in May of uh, 2020 in regards to that moron in Nova Scotia that committed those heinous crimes. Uh, and it was proven then that the weapons that he acquired were illegally purchased. Right. More or less coming over from the border. Now, I'm not blaming my American friends out there. I know lots of American gun enthusiasts and gun owners that do not tolerate lawbreakers or dealmakers or shakers or movers or whatever the hell it is. They look after their property very well and they teach safety. And I've taught safety. I've been taught safety and so on and so on and so on. So when it comes to the gun grab that this country is starting to get into, a lot of people are up in arms, too. Now, there's lots of footage out there for you, my wonderful audience, to check out in regards to how many MPs have actually stood against the amendments of Bill C-21. Now, in that bill, too, they've also amended certain procedures, i.e., if you're an individual and you're caught with an illegal firearm for the first time committing a crime, i.e., a robbery or perhaps an assault with a deadly weapon, you basically get your wrist slapped and you don't get any undue penalties because of the whole marginalization thing they keep rejecting. Okay. Now, as an ex-soldier and as a veteran of an actual war, okay, and someone who's known people that have died in that war and someone who's known people that have taken their own lives, not with firearms, uh, I, I'm well aware of how safety works. I'm well aware uh, how safety is and what you have to do with your firearms. Now, I keep my firearms locked up as should you, as anybody else, okay? But the way I look at it is that I took the training to get my card, my PAL card, 
know, personal acquisition license. Okay, and I'll begin to a video here shortly about how one MP keeps saying FAC. Totally lost in, in the darkness there. But I did my training, got the proper marks, <laughs> registered as per, and as a gun owner in this country, constantly vetted by the RCMP, as every other gun owner is, right? And what's the problem? What is the problem we see here? We see a lot of politicians that just don't want you and I to have guns because they think they're doing something in the name of safety. I also personally think, too, it's about disarmament. They want to disarm people. They don't want people like you and me to have guns because we might pose a threat. Look at the fiasco that they promoted back in February with the Emergency Measures Act in the name of the convoy. Now, I've dealt with people that still stand by that because they fear things, not because they wanted to get on with their lives or they wanted to be left alone. They fear. And the leaders and the powers that be sitting in Ottawa right now still fear you and me. That's my best guess. It has nothing to do with me being an angry Canadian or a crusty Canuck or you being an angry Canadian or that person being angry Canadian or that person being angry Canadian. It has a matter to do with what we want and what we should be allowed to do. You work hard. You want to get ahead in life. If you're a hunter, if you're a sports person, it doesn't matter. If you're a fisher, if you're an angler, it doesn't matter. You want to go out and hunt. You want to go out and catch your fish. You want to go out and trap. You want to go out and be part of nature. It doesn't matter if you have a crossbow or a bow and arrow or a rifle. Right? It's that simple. Right? Now, the past couple of years, I've missed opportunities to go hunting because first I have to get one of those hunter safety courses that you must get. Just, you know, but still, that's just a, a different <sighs> bureaucratic BS thing. Totally. Uh, I can't speak English tonight. I've had a long week, <laughs> but you get my point anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it, it shouldn't matter. Now, I have jumped through the hoops and followed the rules and did what I was told. And now a lot of us are in that category of possibly being a, a full-fledged criminal because of what we own. Okay. Everything that I have that's restricted is registered and I have the paperwork to prove it. Okay. Everything that I own in regards to firearms is registered one way or the other. And all of my gun buddies and all the people I have shot with are in the exact same boat. Everything is registered. They've done everything legal. But now this government keeps promoting the fact, oh, we're not going to change this. We're not amending it. So then why would you add an additional, I think, 370 or 400 pages of amendments to the C-21 that was basically snuck in through Parliament? right? All in the name of safety, right? Like the Tyler Carl says, I'm good at our beloved prime minister sitting there going, er, safety, right? Now the Trudeau family have been gun collectors for a very, very long time. That goes way back to his grandpa. You know, the man that actually made the Trudeau fortune, his old man didn't make a goddamn dime. He had some wheels and deals and slaps and tickles throughout the sixties and seventies and a good part of the eighties, but he never made that fortune. It was Trudeau's grandfather that made the fortune and Trudeau's grandfather had a wee arsenal on the property so they can go out and hunt and do things too, right? So you and I can, you know, lead by example, but now that's all changed in the name of safety. Now, today in the news, there was a, a gentleman in Vaughan, Ontario, a concerned citizen. Now, I haven't got all the facts. 
there's more and more information coming as this broadcast is being displayed for you, my wonderful audience. But apparently he took the lives of five people in his condo. Now, this individual was generally concerned with his welfare and generally concerned with repairs that need to be done in his, in his dwelling. Now, I'm not saying homicide is justification to be noticed. Okay. But there's something that was in that guy's head that was really driving him up the wall. You know, the man was touched. The man had some issues. I understand that. That doesn't justify homicide. But see, my concern is that the government's probably going to use that situation as an excuse to really knock on our doors and take our property away. Something to think about. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And like I've said, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, share this content all over your social media platforms. And just a reminder, too, you can also find the Krusty Canuck podcast <coughs> Excuse me, on Twitter, Facebook, Rumble, Instagram, here in the tube, Getter, Podbean. And you can also find the podcast now on Spotify, Amazon, and Player FM, ladies and gentlemen. Please check me out there. Just look for the Krusty Canuck podcast, those above mentioned, and you'll see the logo or see my mug, whatever. And just tune in and click like, subscribe. And don't forget to comment to you wonderful people out there. Give yourselves a round of applause, though, for sticking around with me for all this time. That's right. You guys are awesome. Different, but carrying on again with the uh, absolute foolery. Okay. My logic is this. Okay. These individuals know what they're doing. Some of them. Okay. Not all of them. Some of them. But I'll cue a little video up here for you all to uh, watch. And this is by the uh, name. Uh, her name is, uh, if I'm not pronouncing it right, uh, Gidi or Guidi. Well, uh, Gidi or Guidi, uh, what's her name here? Here it is. Yes, yeah, so she is, uh, yeah, Guidi Hutchings. Yeah, she's a liberal MP. She comes out of Newfoundland. Her constituency is Long Range Mountains in Newfoundland. Uh, Newfoundland Labrador. She has a seat in Parliament with the Liberal Party. I don't know her total background, but watch her talk about how to, <laughs> I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'll let you listen, and if, to my viewers out there, you can watch what she says, and then watch the uh, graphics. Thanks to the Canadian National Arms Firearms uh, Association for putting this video up. It's just, uh, I had a great little chuckle in regards to what she was saying about uh, oh, <laughs> procedure and paperwork, what have you. But I'll just cue this up here with you all. And uh, you, my wonderful audience, you can decide uh, exactly what she is saying, you know, uh, just in you know, some of the facts that she's trying to promote here. So I'll just cue this up. And uh, you, ladies and gentlemen, can decide exactly, you know, <laughs> where, to, where, where to put this individual when it comes to understanding gun laws in this country. So <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, I saw this the other day and I was just really, um, how do you say, flabbergasted to say the least. I just was not really pleased with the, the efforts here. So. Anyhow, <laughs> I keep rambling. Uh, you guys just uh, take, a, take a listen for yourselves. Let's see what she has to say. Yeah. Uh, any of you here are firearms owners? 
Do any of you here have an FAC firearm acquisition certificate? Many of you here have an FAC firearm acquisition certificate. So here's a fact you need to know. There are still 19,000 19, firearms available for hunters and sport shooters and indigenous hunters. So there is lots of firearms still available in Canada legally. If you want to shoot ducks, moose, deer, partridge, ptarmigan, there are plenty of legal firearms available for hunters. And I encourage you all, it's a wonderful sport, so take it up and you'll learn something about it. Who'd you piss off this time? Another ad Yeah, okay. Pardon that commercial there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, to know something about it. Okay, you, you read the headlines there, what the National Farms Association put it there. They got rid of the FAC in 95, and they brought in the PAL. Remember that big stink they had back in the 90s where every gun had to be registered one or the other? You go to your local police station, you have a 22, or you have a 308, or you have a 30-odd 6, you know. Any firearm that you had, the big long gun registry that the liberal government at that time, Kretchen's liberals, put together in the name of safety because of what happened at Polytechnic there back in 1989. Okay. So here's a sitting MP, an elected official, comes from Newfoundland, Labrador, and her position in Parliament is exactly, uh, what is her title? Member of Parliament, Long Range Mountains, offices and roles as parliamentarian, Minister of Rural Economic Development. Okay. So she is in charge of basically developing the rural areas Canada-wide. That is her position, okay? Now, she can't, <laughs> she can't figure out what the licensing procedure is in this country just yet, right? What gets me is that everybody around her, in that little conference she did, didn't correct her either, okay? So that tells you something, too. And then again, well, why is the Minister of Rural Development, Developmental, uh, Rural Economic Development, <laughs> that's the major big words, Krusty, weighing in on what you and I own? Okay? No, I'll wait. I'll wait for an answer. Okay. See, that's basically how the liberals try to get things done. They want everyone to weigh in on the whole gun catastrophe and, oh my God, it's so bad. And yet here's somebody who says that she hunts, she understands it, you know, asking, oh, does anyone have an FAC? Anyone have an FAC? Well, do you have an FAC? Do you have an FAC? When it hasn't been <laughs> used since 1995, right? Now, these are individuals that are governing us, ladies and gentlemen. These are individuals that think they're looking out for our best interests. They can't even decide what's interesting or not. They, they, they don't find the time to actually find out the truth. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And honestly, when you think about it there, ladies and gentlemen, like here's a sitting MP who was elected and she's lost in the 90s. Okay. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm skeptical, which I'm, well, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not wrong. <laughs> Neither are you, my fellow uh, podcasters and my fellow Canuckers and my fellow gun owners and hunters and anglers alike. They're wrong. Like she went on national television and said that. So if she was a gun owner, she would know the procedure. 
So she's just trying to butter up a poop sandwich and expecting us all to take a bite. That's all there is. Okay. Now, what I'll do is I'll keep another video for her, the same uh, politician, uh, Guidi or Giddy, whatever your name is. You know, pardon my expression, Miss Hutchings, if you're watching or listening. But you should do really better, especially as an elected member of parliament, to understand the procedures and what it takes to own a firearm in this country. Shame on you, madam. Shame. But here, I'll keep another video for you about uh, <laughs> what she uses to hunt. Okay. And I'll get this squared away. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's quite interesting what sh this uh, lady likes to use to hunt with. And, uh, you know, we'll just... <laughs> I'll just cue this up here. And uh, I don't know, to, to, to my listeners and watchers out there who are firearms owners, um, try not to laugh at first, but uh, <laughs> I just kind of shake my head. And, you know, the old saying I like to use, you know, crack don't smoke itself, right? But uh, here's, uh, here we go with uh, what this individual, Miss Hutchings, likes to use when it comes to hunting. So we'll just, uh, <laughs> as always, ladies and gentlemen, I'll let you decide. And uh, you can take it upon yourself. And uh, <laughs> I'm still laughing because it's just so ridiculous. You know, I'll let you decide. Actors step up with another firearm that is available at a, at a cheaper price. So those, all those discussions are ongoing. And if there's a need, I'm sure you will see some gun manufacturers step up. Okay, thank you very much. Merci. No, none. I mean, which guns do you own? And why do you think that those are okay versus what the government is trying? Because I have a shotgun and rifle that I use for, and 22 gauge that I use for ptarmigan, moose, and black bear. Uh, they're traditional guns that I've had, uh, some from my father all my life. And I know many hunters that have the exact, it's like I said to you before, if if you have a brake action, pump, lever, bolt, uh, those guns aren't on the list. And that's what 99% of hunters actually lose use. Thank you. <laughs> 22 gauge for black bear and moose. Okay, enough said in that. <laughs> oh my God. And these are individuals making laws for, for you and me here that generally weighing in their concern for Canadian public safety. Okay, so obviously this lady's never hunted in her life. Okay, now I can see 22s for small birds, you know, rabbits, other rodents. That's fine. You know, uh, some coyotes, you know. But black bear? You'll just piss it off. A moose? Chances are he or she won't feel it. Doesn't matter if you hit a bull or or a cow. Um, probably just piss it off too. So, <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I just, <laughs> this is just too bad. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I just, I could not contain myself. I just could not formulate a proper sentence to, uh, to counterbalance the foolery from that individual. Now, uh, Ms. Giddy Hutchins, uh, you should effing know better. You get a goddamn grip. You're supposed to be educated. You're an elected official. 
And I know lots of hunters in Newfoundland and Labrador that would beg to differ with your little statement. Okay. So not only are you insulting the intelligence of Canadians, you're also insulting the intelligence of the people in your riding. So I highly suggest you sort that out. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'll leave links in the description for these videos uh, for you to watch later and analyze at your own leisure. And uh, here's something else I'll tell you. Come across there. <laughs> uh, the good people at True North put this together and a few other good people from around uh, the internet uh, put this up here. But this will be from the National Post uh, where Mr. Yagmeet Singh is standing up in Parliament and talking about what he would do if he was Prime Minister. And uh, just the reactions of uh, the House during it. Now, um, I don't have any respect for the NDP. Probably because the NDP turncoated just like what the Liberal Party has done over the past 10 years when it comes to Canadian security, when it comes to procurement, when it comes to personal property and respecting people to, to make their own damn money and their own decisions. Okay. Now, I personally don't think Mr. Jagmeet Singh will ever become prime minister. I don't think the NDP will see the light of day when it comes to federal governance. Okay. We saw what the NDP did to Ontario. Mr. Bob Ray, when he was an NDP aficionado, putting Ontario into great debt, plus adding to more of the recession that the province really felt there back in 89 and 90. Okay. And what Ms. Notley did out here in Alberta with her NDP know-it-all aficionado, Macy Borderline Socialism. Okay. Saying yes to carbon tax, saying no to pipelines, but then shipping every piece of, <laughs> of petrol that this province produced via train. Okay. So they don't see pragmatism. They don't see practicality. So when I look at the NDP standing up for the workers, I don't think there's too many NDP that actually get out of their ass and actually work to hard days labor for peanuts. I don't think there's too many NDPers out there that actually embrace what it takes. Okay. To keep the lights on, keep the fridge full, keep the gas in the car. Keep your kids happy. Keep your wife happy. Keep your spouses happy. Right? I don't think there's any peers out there, with the exception of a few that have actually stood up against C21. And you, my wonderful audience, you can see that for yourself. There's a lady that comes from Nunavut who's standing up against the C21 mandate. And as far as I know, she's also an advocate, too, for indoor greenhouses to grow food, to bring prosperity to some of the uh, barren regions of the high Arctic, not just in Canada, but parts of Greenland and in parts of Russia where there's still a predominant Inuit community to keep produce going. I like to sit and I might have a talk with her someday too. And I might actually invite her onto the live stream sometime and have a chat with her, regardless of Jindy P or not. Uh, she's First Nations. She understands reality. She's well-grounded. And she sounds like a pretty switched-on human being. So I might invite her onto the podcast sometime. <coughs> My apologies. I don't have her name here. I'll leave the link in the description for you, uh, you know, wonderful people out there to follow. But there's a few Liberal MPP, eh, MPs that are standing up and some Ontario MPPs that are standing up against the C21. Now, I know Alberta, uh, because of Daniel Smith uh, pr promoting the Sovereignty Act, they're not going to stand for it. Now, they will, enforce, they will enforce laws, of course, but they're not going to prosecute and persecute every individual gun owner out there. Basically, they're going to leave people alone, and I like that idea. And what gets me, too, is that the, the Bloc Québécois is all over the C21. They love the idea. But what gets me is a lot of people from Le Bloc 
forget that La Belle Provence has quite a bit of the gun culture too. A lot of hunters come from Quebec. A lot of techniques happen in Quebec. A lot of gunsmithing happens in Quebec. Hmm, interesting, eh? Hmm. Who knew, right? Who knew exactly? But needless to say, well, I, I think the tables are going to turn, and I think people are going to wake up and, and, and smell the bullshit here. Okay? So we'll see you after Christmas. Now, I know the MPs right now are on a little holiday break. They're taking their typical six-and-a-half, seven-week holiday time. Okay, of course, at our expense, right? And uh, they're probably going to sit and think about it over the holiday season. Who knows exactly what's going to happen? My projection is this, ladies and gentlemen. If you live in Alberta, I think you're going to be left alone. And I think Saskatchewan's going to follow suit. And I think there'll be a lot of Quebecers out there that follow suit saying, uh, no, F you, you're not taking our stuff. Okay? And I know a lot of people in Saskatchewan might do the same. And a lot of people in Alberta are probably going to do the same. And there might be some other provinces that might just follow suit too and create their own sovereignty act as well. A little, a little more autonomy here. Because for years we've seen uh, Quebec get lots of money in the name of equalization. Yet, the bloc doesn't want dirty oil, but they like the money. So, I think tables are going to start turning here. And I hope so. I hope so. Because a little more liberty needs to be spread around this country. Okay? Now, to my listeners and viewers out there that disagree with anyone owning a gun, you have every right to. You have every right to disagree with someone owning a gun. Just like I have the right to disagree with you. Right? I'm not a threat. I'm not dangerous. People in my, in my circle are not threats. They're not dangerous. We're just gun owners. We know how to look after things. I'd like to remind you, too, I spent 20 years in the military. So I know the finer points of using a pistol, the finer points of using a service rifle, finer points of, of a small machine gun and a large machine gun and 25 caliber. You know, the big F-off cannon you see on the left, a big thing, boom, 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 right? Finer points of, uh, you know, small anti-tank weapons, and larger anti-tank weapons. So I'm well immersed when it comes to weapons and weapon safety, right? When to clean them, when to shoot them, when to lock them up, where to point them, where not to point them, you know, common sense, that kind of thing, right? But our, our government doesn't promote common sense. They don't like the idea of common sense because they need control because the fi fiasco that they've promoted over the past two and a half, three years in regards to uh, the beer bug and the jibby jabs and who should get this and who should get that. Now, because of their blunders and their mistakes, we are further in debt because they've given so much money away, billions and pawn billions away in the name of safety when people were receiving said billions that didn't deserve it or other countries that didn't deserve it and other interests that didn't deserve it. Right? In my last episode, I talk about the billions wasted. So you want to refer to that, ladies and gentlemen, you can. But this festive season... I highly suggest that you, my wonderful audience out there, you take the time to be thankful for what you have. Okay? Today, I was thinking about that too. Today was my wife's birthday, and I went and got a nice present and a beautiful cake. She made a wonderful dinner for us, and we just sat and watched some Christmas movies. And it was great, just a good time, you know? And I'm grateful for her presence in my life every day. And I thank my lucky stars. I have a woman like her that has tolerated my shit <laughs> up to this point. I also want to thank a fan out there, uh, Betty and John Curry. Thank you very much for your lovely card. And thank you very much for your donation. Much appreciated. So I want you two out there to give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you again, Mr. and Mrs. Curry, for your great donation and your card. 
Merry Christmas and all the best to you too and you and yours. Many ladies and gentlemen, I'll end this podcast with uh, Mr. Yagmeet Singh talking about uh, <laughs> when I grow up and I become prime minister, I'll let you guys decide amongst yourselves. But uh, all we can do is hope for the best. But uh, I'll play this for you and uh, you decide and, and, and really, really think uh, what, uh, who is representing this country really, really ponder on who these individuals really are when it comes to uh, governance in this nation and what they are willing to do. Now, uh, I'll cue this up for you. I'll listen along with you, and then I'll end the show with uh, some positive reinforcement, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just give me a sec here. There we go. There we go. And here we are. So please enjoy. Yes. Let's get this here. Oh my God. Sorry. There we are. We're going to be south. When I'm prime minister, I will keep my promises. Now, another promise. Let me try again. Order. Order, order. Order. Okay, I know everybody is excited and Christmas is coming. And it's what? A week and a half, two weeks away? My advent calendar says two days, but I think there's something went wrong there. But uh, wait a minute, just calm down. Everybody take a deep breath. The honorable member for, for uh, sorry, Burnaby South, from the top, please. Absolutely. For, for the folks over here, when I'm prime minister, I will keep my promises. Again, there's another promise that this prime minister made that would certainly help the crisis in, in our healthcare system. He promised a guaranteed. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm having. A... Order, order. For uh, Burnaby South, please, from the top, we'll try one more time. Now we know that there's some people in this chamber that like the number three, so when I'm Prime Minister, I will keep my promise. But let me try again. There's another promise that Prime Minister made that would certainly help in this healthcare crisis. He promised a guaranteed wage of at least $25 an hour for long-term care workers. Now this would help free up spaces in the hospital so seniors could go into a long-term care home yeah. and get the proper respect and treatment that they need. Yes. Now, did the Prime Minister mean what he said, or was he hoping that a fight with the provinces would mean that he wouldn't have to deliver on this promise either? Yeah. Here, here. 
thoughtful Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, as we demonstrated through the depths of the pandemic, the federal government is going to step up and is going to continue to step up to support Canadians, to support these essential frontline workers who, while all of us take a little time away from our work with our families, with our communities, are going to be continuing to work long hours in hospitals, in senior care homes. Uh, we're going to continue uh, to work with the provinces in terms of making sure uh, that uh, wages are raised uh, for our frontline workers. Uh, the Bullshit. federal government will be there to do its part. We need to make sure we're recognizing those people who are heroes day in and day out to care for our most vulnerable. It's wonderful, it's wonderful. Bullshit, it's wonderful, Justin. Bullshit. Okay. Because you, for one, were dead against any of these uh, hospital workers returning to work without the jibby jab. And you were dead against anybody returning to any kind of job or flying on a plane or in a, in a train without the jibby jab. So, whatever. You two, Yagmeet, you're the same thing. Okay. Now, you signed an agreement with Justin to keep him in power till 2025. Now, you got a, peop- a few people in your party, Jagmeet, that are against C21, and there's a few more liberals coming out of the woodwork that are against C21. Now, I wonder how many of the block will come out against C21. Time will tell, right? But you, my wonderful audience out there, you saw exactly, you heard exactly what they were talking about. Total BS, right? So here is my suggestion that between now and whenever they decide to knock on our doors to take our property, Question the status quo, harass your MPs, get on the phone, get on the email, heck, even handwritten letters, type letters, send it all over. No, enough is enough. Enough is enough with all this garbage, okay? Because I like to go out and shoot. I like to go out and hunt when I get the chance. I really enjoy that. It's peaceful, you know? And I've actually dealt with people saying, how could you kill a defenseless animal? Well... Because you can. How else do I explain it? And it's not like I waste it. Nobody I know that goes and hunts every year, do they waste their kill? No, they spread some of the wealth. There's two individuals I can think of right now. When they go get a moose or an elk, they take half and they give half to the food bank. Or they give some away to people that need it. So it it can be quite charitable in its own, ladies and gentlemen. When you think about it. Anyhow, before I get emotionally discharged with the buffoonery and the foolery I just presented to you. I like to say this. If I don't see you tomorrow, I, I plan to make another episode tomorrow, but if I don't see you or hear from you, Merry Christmas and all the best in the new year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I start my work cycle again on Wednesday, so I will be committed to my job for the next uh, 10 days as well, but tomorrow is Tuesday, so I might have another episode up for you as all uh, to listen at your leisure. But if I don't see us, Merry Christmas and all the best in the new year. I'll try to get an episode up for New Year's Eve. Kind of a celebratory thing and all that too. And I might have some kind of special episode for my 200. This is 197. So I'm going to have maybe some special giveaways or something. I don't know yet. Maybe give away a t-shirt and a couple of hats, a couple of swimsuits. I don't know. But you more wonderful audience, please tune into that and stay posted on my YouTube page and Facebook page for updates respectively. Once again, you can find my podcast on Spotify. Amazon Player FM, Rumble, YouTube. <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram, Getter, and of course, Podbean, my podcast host, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I've also uh, received some, some advertising incentive, so you might see my podcast advertised wherever. So if you do like and 
hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and share my content all around your social media platforms, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> this has been episode 197 of the Crusty Out Podcast. That's right. Absolute foolery, liberal gun grabs, and more lies. I hope nothing but good things for you this, this uh, Christmas season. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, all the best to you in this winter solstice, to my Kwanzaa friends, to my Jewish friends, happy Hanukkah, all that good stuff. And do what you can to help each other in these trying times, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can check out my uh, contact information in my description, along with my sources for today's episode and links to my shop. So get yourself some Krusty Connect swagger if you can. Once again, thank you uh, to Mrs. Uh, Betty and John Curry out there. Mr. and Mrs. Curry out of Saskatchewan, thank you for your card and donation. Much appreciated. Another round of applause. You guys are awesome. Merry Christmas to both of you there too. And let's just hope that we can get through this season with our heads on straight and our chins held high. So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I've been Crusty Connect on this beautiful 19th of December, 2022. All the best to you and yours. Stay warm. Do what you can to help you out. Help each other out to the best of your ability. And like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, humanity and merit wins the day. Try to talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>